Hello there, I'm Sandra Senna, and you are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello there, dear friends. I am Mo Senna for the English Sabbath School podcast, Lesson 10 for Monday, May 30th. Almost the end of the month. Well, it's already the end of the month. Yes, isn't it? Today's lesson is The Brothers Meet. Ooh, is there going to be a war? Right. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, oh, how much we can learn from the stories in the Bible. We see about families and how families are not perfect. They're problems. If any of us here are blessed with a very good family, praise your name forever. But the reality in many families is about disputes and jealousy and rivalry and even in some cases, even addictions and hatred. But Father, you will shelter us and help us to trust and depend on you. In Jesus' name, amen. By the way, my friends, pay attention to the pronunciation of this place where jo uh, Jacob had this experience with God, this encounter with God, when he fought with God. He called it Peniel, P-E-N-I-E-L, Peniel. I heard uh, the other day a person say Peniel. No, 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 please don't do that. Don't mispronounce it. Peniel, okay? Peniel. Use, uh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't mispronounce it. It's an important name. From Peniel, the face of God. That's the meaning, right? The place where he had his experience with God. Jacob moves now to meet with his brother. After 20 years of separation, Jacob sees him coming with 400 men. <laughs> Jacob is worried and therefore prepares himself and his family for whatever might happen. Ooh. So we're invited to do what, my friends? Open our Bibles to Genesis chapter 33. Yes, yes, we're going to be reading the whole chapter. Genesis 33, yes. Yes, we're going to be reading the whole chapter. The meeting of the two brothers, yes. Uh, so, what's going to happen? Let us use the soundtrack from the soap opera Genesis soap opera because it's nice. It's They're creative about it. So, let us go. The meeting of the brothers, or the brothers meet. The subtitle is Jacob meets Esau. Jacob looked up and there was Esau coming with his 400 men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two female servants. He put the female servants and their children in front, Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph in the rear. He himself went on ahead and bowed down to the ground seven times as he approached his brother. But Esau ran to meet Jacob and embraced him. He threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they wept. Then Esau looked up and saw the women and children. Who are these with you? he asked. Jacob answered, They are the children God has graciously given your servant. Then the female servants and their children approached and bowed down. Next, Leah and her children came and bowed down. Last of all came Joseph and Rachel, and they too bowed down. Esau asked, What's the meaning of all these flocks and herds I met? To find favor in your eyes, my lord, he said. 
But Esau said, I already have plenty, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. Jacob said, No, please. If I have found favor in your eyes, accept this gift from me. For to see your face is like seeing the face of God, now that you have received me favorably. Please accept the present that was brought to you. For God has been gracious to me and I have all I need. And because Jacob insisted, Esau accepted it. Then Esau said, Let us be on our way. I'll accompany you. But Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are tender and that I must care for the ewes and the cows that are nursing their young. If they're driven hard just one day, all the animals will die. So let my Lord go on ahead of the servant while I move along slowly at the pace of the flocks and herds before me and the pace of the children until I come to my Lord in Seir. Esau said, Then lift, let me leave some of my men with you. But why do that? Jacob asked. Just let me find favor in the eyes of my Lord. So that day, Esau started on his way back to Seir. Jacob, however, went to Sukkoth, where he built a place for himself and made shelters for his livestock. That is why the place is called Sukkoth. After Jacob came from Padan Aram, he arrived safely at the city of Shechem in Canaan, and camped within sight of the city. For a hundred pieces of silver, he bought from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, the plot of ground where he pitched his tent. There he set up an altar and called it El, El Elohe Israel. Question. What connection is there? between Jacob's experience of seeing the face of God at Peniel and Jacob's experience of seeing the face of his brother. What is the implication of this connection in regard to our relationship with God and our relationship with our brothers, whoever they may be? Interesting question, interesting. Jacob bows himself seven times before his brother. When we call several times, my Lord, and with whom he identifies himself as his servant. Significantly, Jacob's seven bows echo his father's seven blessings. Uh, furthermore, when he bows, he specifically reverses his father's blessing about nations bowing down to you. It is as if Jacob's intention was to pay his debt to his brother and return the blessing that he had stolen from him. When Esau saw his brother against all expectations, he ran to Jacob and instead of killing him, he kissed him and they wept. Later, Jacob commanded to Esau, I have seen your face as though I had seen the face of God. The reason for Jacob's extraordinary statement was his understanding that Esau had forgiven him. The Hebrew verb, ratzah, pleased is a theological term referring to any sacrifice that is pleasing, accepted by God, which then implies divine forgiveness. Jacob's experience of God's forgiveness at Peniel, where he saw the face of God, uh, 
is now repeated in his experience to his brother's forgiveness, which he identifies as if he saw the face of God. Jacob lives a second penial, the first one preparing for the second. Jacob has been forgiven by God and by his own brother. Truly, he now must have understood even more than before, the meaning of grace. And opening a parenthesis here, it's very interesting that verse 20 of Genesis 33 concludes with, there he, um, Jacob, set up an altar and called it El Elohe Israel. That is, God, the God of Israel. So emphasizing very much the presence of God in his life. Beautiful, beautiful lesson. Question. What have you learned about grace from how others besides the Lord have forgiven you? Uh-huh. Because there are things that you do that you need to ask for forgiveness and to be forgiven. So, mm-hmm. So, what can you learn about grace from that? That you receive and you extend to others as well. Wow, very deep lessons, right? Shall we pray, my friends? Heavenly Father, we are grateful for your mercies. They are new every morning. Thank you for the power of forgiveness that only your spirit can grant us. As you soften our hearts, you can soften our friends and family hearts as well. Help us to learn to forgive as you have forgiven us. As the Lord's prayer, as the Lord taught us to pray, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Oh, Father, have mercy upon us and help us to have mercy upon others. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Lesson 10 for Monday, May 30th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook, Believes UNESP, and also on Instagram, Believes UNESP. Tell your friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Rate us, please, with five stars so that more people may discover about us. And tell our friends about our podcast as well. Thank you, my friends. I always appreciate the fact that you spend time to listen, to share, and to pray for us and with us. <laughs>